Okay, so today we're looking at Batman number 10, the April-May issue from 1942. On the cover, we have Batman and Robin. They're standing on a giant comic book page. They're holding brushes, and they seem to have drawn in a bunch of different panels, although the only one I can recognize is Clayface preparing to stab someone. It's because they're standing on the book in front of all the panels. On the inside cover, we have a T-Rex. It's standing right next to a cliff. Robin is climbing up the cliff, and it's trying to eat him, while Batman is swinging in from the other side on a rope with a giant club. And the title of this comic is... The Isle That Time Forgot. So this comic starts out with Dick Grayson peacefully sleeping in bed. But if we look close at the shadows, we see the shadow of a giant hand looming over him. And in the next panel, he's grabbed by the hand. It's Bruce Wayne! Turns out it's actually Dick's birthday. And Bruce has decided to wake him up by spanking him, which is a thing that people do on birthdays, apparently. Um, but we can figure out from this that Dick is turning 8, which is weird to me. I thought he was, like, at least 10 or 11, but no, Batman's been having a second grade or follow him around stopping crime. After being yanked out of bed at some probably ungodly hour and hit really hard, Dick is all, Hey, what are you doing? And Bruce is all, Happy birthday, Dick. It does not seem like adequate compensation. But then Bruce pulls out this giant cake with a bunch of candles all over it. There are more than eight candles, but maybe that's not how they count it. Now Dick's happy about his birthday. He blows out the candles and they eat cake for breakfast. While he's shoving a giant slice of cake in his mouth, Dick looks over at the cake and it's got this bat plane centerpiece. And Dick is all, that's a cool bat plane centerpiece, but I wish I had a real bat plane. And Bruce is all, oh, you want a bat plane for yourself? Well, it is your birthday. That might not be so far-fetched. And in the next panel, we see them sneaking through the tunnels under Wayne Manor to the barn they keep the bat plane in. Dick is all, what is it? What's going on? Is this my present? And Bruce is like, stop it. Stop asking questions. This isn't a quiz. Don't be impatient. They climb out of the tunnels into the barn where they keep the bat planes, where we see not only the new upgraded bat plane that they got to replace the old one after they crashed it in the harbor, but another bat plane. A smaller one. Bruce is all, this is your own bat plane, Dick. It's only two seats, but it's fast. And Dick is all, wow, my own bat plane. Jumping grasshoppers. We need to take it out for a spin tonight. And Bruce, who is being the epitome of a 20-something just figuring out that he lives alone and can do whatever he wants, says, you're the boss. We're going to take that plane out tonight. And that night, they do take the bat plane out, dressed in their Batman and Robin uniforms. Robin's driving the whole way, and Batman sits in the back. He's all, so how's the plane? But he quickly figures out that Robin's not even listening to him. He's just going on and on about how much he loves his new bat plane. It was a good present, but it does have a creepy bat head, so... He should be grateful he got a plane, but he should also be crying because of how ugly it is. They stay out for a long time, just doing loops and spins and twirls, until the plane starts shaking. Robin's like, oh no, why is my plane shaking? What's wrong with it? Batman's all, there's nothing wrong with the plane. 
we're just in the middle of a hurricane. And outside, we see dark purple clouds and raging waves all over the place. Now Robin's going to have to fly through a hurricane. The plane's going to stay in the air just fine. They're good pilots. But they really don't have any control over where the storm's going to take them. Their plane is buffeted around for hours until, just as dawn approaches, the hurricane ends. When it's over, they have no idea where they are. But then, Dick spots Little Island. They've never seen it before, but it is land, so they decide to go. While they're flying to it, Robin pulls out some binoculars and looks at the island. And he's all, Batman, pinch me. I think I see a dinosaur. And Batman's all, don't joke around with me. You know that dinosaurs have been dead for millions of years. Give me the binoculars. He looks through the binoculars, but he doesn't see a dinosaur. He sees a bunch of cavemen attacking these two people who are dressed like relatively modern day, like for the 40s. And he's all, oh no, those people are being attacked. Let's land as soon as we can. They touch down on the island, and as they walk towards where Batman saw the people, Robin's trailing behind going, I did see a dinosaur, I did. Batman's all, you're lying. And when Robin trips, he's all, that's what you get for telling lies about seeing a dinosaur. They keep walking for a bit, but while they're doing that, we cut away to the villains of the episode. This guy in a yellow fireman's hat is talking to two cavemen, and he's all, I just saw the bat plane, and I bet it has Batman and Robin in it. Go capture them, cavemen. And just a few moments later, as Batman and Robin continue to trek through the wilderness, we see a caveman with a giant hammer crouched on a branch above them. They don't even have time to react when the caveman and another one of his caveman buddies drops down and hits them on the head. Although looking at their conversation before, it looks like Dick is still insisting that the dinosaur was real. When they wake up, they're sitting with the two people they saw being attacked earlier, surrounded by cavemen and the guy in the yellow fireman hat. He's all, I am Professor Moloff, and I discovered this island, and I can tell that you guys want to kill me and take my island away from me. But I'll stop you, and then I'll go back to society and publish my book and get rich and famous, and, and I'll have made the scientific discovery of the world, and I'll be acclaimed. Batman and Robin sit there and listen to his speech, but then they realize they haven't been tied up, even a little bit. So they're like, why are we sitting here? And they get up and they start beating up all the cavemen and Professor Moloff. While they're doing it, Robin kicks one guy into another guy, and he's all, two birds with one stunt. And then Batman is all, nice trick, Robin, but that pun was terrible. Batman, you have no room to talk. No room at all. You tackled the guy just two panels ago after going one, two, three, hike. I don't even know what that means except for it's a football thing, but I can tell it was worse than the one Robin told. In fact, Professor Moloff and his cavemen are so terrified of Batman's bad puns that they start fleeing in panic. One of them yells, run, run, you fools. Batman and Robin are like, huh. I guess we really are scary, but we can see in the background that they're about to be attacked by a dinosaur. It doesn't take them long to realize it either. They turn around and they see it and they're all, look out, and they run away. Robin's all, I knew it! I knew I saw the dinosaur! And Batman, swinging away from the dinosaur in a silken rope, is like, fine, I'll apologize later. Right now, distract the dinosaur while I kill it. Robin distracts the dinosaur from the ground while Batman swings a lasso over its neck. 
He ties the other end of the lasso to a giant tree, and the dinosaur keeps running towards Robin. It doesn't understand that there's a lasso around his neck, and it runs so hard it strangles itself and falls down on the ground. Batman's like, whoa, what a cool dinosaur. But it is dead now, so they go and search for Professor Moloff and his crew of cavemen. First, though, they go and check on the other hostages. One of them, a woman in a green dress, is completely limp when Batman picks her up like a mannequin. And she's all, oh, Batman, if you hadn't been here. But while Batman's busy with her, the other hostage, a man, picks up this rock. In the corner, Robin's all, what's he going to do with the rock? Then he hits Batman on the head with the rock. Robin, instead of being concerned or angry about Batman, is all, hey, that's so rude. And then he gets hit on the head with the rock, too. Once Batman and Robin are knocked out, two more guys come out of the bushes and they're like, what's up, Dan? And Dan, the man who just assaulted Batman and Robin, is all, these guys are crabbing my act. I want them out of the way for a while. He starts tying up Batman, and the other guys are like, Dan, that's a really bad idea. You know, the big fella won't like that. Dan's all, I don't care. You gotta help me. And if we do this right, we'll leave the island with pockets full of money. The other guys are like, okay. And they pick up Robin and the woman who fainted earlier, and they carry them off. Batman is left tied up, leaning on a rock. I don't know why they took Robin and left Batman there. I guess he was just too heavy. While Batman is half-passed out on this rock, this giant boa constrictor comes down to investigate him. It starts curling around him like a boa constrictor. And soon, it's all the way up to his neck and squeezing him. He's all, oh no, I'm about to be killed by a snake. It is a very cute snake, though. But it's got big eyes and a little hissy tongue. Batman doesn't care about how cute the snake is. He just keeps talking to himself about how embarrassing his death is going to be. What will the Joker say, he says to himself, when he reads my obituary? Bold of Batman to think that someone's going to find his body and give him an obituary. But just as he's being squeezed to death by the snake, out of the air comes a crack, and the snake is shot right through the head. Aww. The snake falls to the ground dead, and Batman is uncoiled. He's all, phew, thanks whoever took that shot. And then he's like, hey, we should team up but nobody comes out to answer him. He tries to track where the shot came from, and he does find some footprints, but they lead into a little river, so he's out of luck there. He's all, this is too many people. Professor Moloff, Dan and his group, and now a third guy? But he is grateful that someone is, quote, playing his guardian angel. Over with Dan and his group, they decided to throw Robin into a cage. It's really meant for holding wild animals, but they figure it can probably hold Robin, too. At least the men. The woman who fainted earlier is all, Dan, what if he gets torn to pieces by the animals that already live there? But Dan is all, don't worry, this is all part of the game. I'm not gonna murder him for real. She's all, yeah, I guess you're probably not. And he's all, don't worry about it. When we get off the island, we're gonna be so rich. Meanwhile, Robin is in the cage being stalked by a tiger. Now. If we remember correctly, Batman can totally beat up a tiger. He said so last time. Unclear if Robin can. But wait, it's not just an ordinary tiger. When it roars at Robin, we can see its teeth, and it's a saber-toothed tiger. It doesn't really look like a saber-toothed tiger. It is striped like a real tiger. 
Even though nowadays we know that the saber-toothed tiger's closest relative is the cloud leopard and thus it looks like a leopard. Now, Robin, unlike Batman, doesn't think he can beat up this tiger, so decides to climb a tree instead. He's all, saber-toothed tigers went extinct in the Ice Age. But then he's like, but there was a dinosaur on this island, so I guess it's legit. He climbs all the way up the tree, but the cat follows him, and he's like, I'm not going to be able to get out of this one on my own. I gotta signal Batman with my belt. Meanwhile, Batman has met Professor Moloff just wandering around the forest. He's all, Moloff, you killed the snake. And Moloff is all, what? Snake? No, I didn't. But the secret to your protection lies with me, Batman. He's like, actually, Batman, I hate you a lot. I didn't save you from a snake. In fact, I've come back to take your life. But then, out of Batman's shoe, we hear, A tiger has me treed. And Batman's all, My radio! Robin! Batman needs to act immediately, and he gives so little legitimacy to Professor Moloff, and he doesn't even bother to stop and punch him. He just punches him while running. Meanwhile, the tiger has climbed up the tree and has started biting at Robin's feet. He kicks it in the nose. And out of his belt we hear, coming, Robin. Now Robin's a little more assured, and he's like, Tiger, you better get out of here before Batman comes and beats you up. Tiger doesn't listen, though, with the tiger. Batman continues running towards where he thinks Robin is. He has to fight a couple more people on the way that don't seem like Moloff's cavemen or Dan's gang. They're just chasing him, and they're all after him. Don't let him get away. Batman pulls back this really bendy tree, and it slaps them in the face. One of them's wearing Moloff's hat. I wonder where the other one came from. But this pause is actually given Batman an advantage. You see, he was running the wrong way. His radio wave was getting weaker the further he ran, so he has to turn around and run the other way to get to Robin. After a while, he's like, yes, this signal is getting stronger now. All the while, Robin is yelling out of his belt things like, Are you coming, Batman? And, Batman, where are you? Batman starts swinging through the trees on a silken rope, and, just as Robin's about to be eaten by a tiger, he swings out of the tree above Robin and the tiger and tackles it around the back. All of them fall out of the tree and Batman wrestles the tiger as he is an old pro at. Well, he does acknowledge that he's never actually wrestled a saber-toothed tiger before, but he doesn't think it's too different from a real tiger. Which it is, because it's a leopard. Robin's on the sidelines cheerleading. He goes, come on, Batman, snap his neck. While Batman's fighting the tiger, he reaches around with one hand to grab the teeth. And one of the giant saber-toothed teeth just pulls off in his hand, and he's like, I don't think those things are supposed to be that easy to pull out. But he doesn't care that much, because he needs a weapon to kill the tiger with, and he does with that tooth. After the tiger is dead, Batman and Robin decide to brainstorm together for a little bit. They're like, we can't figure out what's going on. This is so weird. Batman's all, there are dinosaurs, a fake saber-toothed tiger, a crazy professor, an army of cavemen, a girl, and a fellow who knocks us on the head with a rock after we save his life. There's also the big guy who saved Batman's life. And Robin's all, oh yeah, I heard about the big guy too. They were all really scared of him. Batman's all, this puzzle is so hard. They walk out of the cage and Batman looks around at the flora of the island and he's all, you know, these plants don't look anything like the Mesozoic plants that would accompany a dinosaur. Okay, I think we've established that this island is time-confused, though. 
Robin's uh, yeah, this puzzle's way too hard. I hear voices, let's just go to them and beat them up, and I guess they'll have to tell us the answers or something. Just under the cliff Batman and Robin are standing on, Professor Moloff and his group of cavemen have taken Dan and the woman from before hostage again. Professor Moloff is all, Batman will never find you here. Little does he know, Batman's just above him. And as he says this, Batman jumps down from the cliff and he starts beating up all the cavemen. Robin lags behind a little bit and he hears two people talking at the side. One of them's holding this thing that looks like a gun. He's all, be sure you shoot Batman. And the other guy's holding this thing that kind of just looks like a blob. And he's all, don't worry, big guy. I never miss. Robin's all, that guy's going to try to shoot Batman with the machine gun. And he jumps towards him and he tackles the guy holding the shotgun. He's all, you can't kill Batman. He goes for the machine gun. But when we get a good look at it, it's actually a movie camera with a telescope lens. The guy behind the camera is like, damn it, kid, you're ruining the greatest picture ever filmed. Robin's like, what? Meanwhile, with Batman, everyone's against him. Dan is again thinking Batman is crabbing his style and tries to hit him with a giant caveman hammer. He hits him really hard, but Batman can't even feel it. He's so cool. He turns around and he socks Dan on the jaw. That's when Robin comes out of the back with the camera people. He's all, Batman, wait, don't beat up that guy too much. This is actually a movie. The director is also there. He confesses, too. He's all, I saw the bat plane and I thought, it'd be so cool to have Batman in my movie. I knew you would never agree to it, so I just filmed you in secret, though. And Batman's all, oh, big guy. Big guy, Harkham, the famous director. Big guy's all, yeah, I am that director. I'm sorry I had to knock you out and put you in my movie, but I really wanted you in my movie. The rest of the actors are like, we did think it was cool that you were in the movie, but we wanted to be in the movie too, and we got jealous of you. Dan holds up his caveman hammer, and he's all, I'm sorry I hit you, Batman. You just seemed so cool that I knew if we were in the movie together, you would totally outshine me. Then he tells us that he learned his lesson when he hit Batman with the hammer. He thought it was stone, but it actually turned out to be paper mache. But he realized if he'd hit Batman with the stone hammer, he could have actually killed him and it made him come to his senses. They go check out the dinosaur, which has changed color. And it's actually a Gundam dinosaur. Somebody sits inside and controls it. Batman's all, well, that's all very well and good with the humans controlling stuff. But what about that saber-toothed tiger you sticked on Robin? And Big Guy, the director, is all, oh, don't worry about it. I'm a crack marksman. And if anything had actually happened, I would have shot the tiger, just like I shot that snake that almost killed you, Batman. I guess they can't say no animals were harmed in the making of this film. Batman's all, oh, it was a movie all the time. Wow, my face is red. But the director's all, no, Batman, you shouldn't be embarrassed about this. This is going to be the greatest movie ever. Much better than that crappy movie I was making before you showed up. Batman and Robin get back into Robin's plane, which has auxiliary fuel, and fly away. Robin's all, well, Batman, they sure tricked us. And Batman is all, you're right, Robin. They were so smart. When that movie comes out, we're definitely going to see it. I bet it'll be a real thriller. The end.